1: Welcome to the Ten Twelve, the podcast that covers all ten teams in the Big Twelve Conference. Thank you for joining us for our weekly picks episode. I am your host Philip Slavin. Joining me, as always, to make picks, Chris, the LGGOG himself, Ross, and of course Daniel Alexander of Grinders of Blinders. If you haven't hopped into the Slack group to talk making picks and making bets, then you absolutely should, guys welcome back uh this is a it's a halloween weekend that we're heading into everybody got their costumes ready got your bags of candy for the trick-or-treaters or are you just uh, are you guys more of like turn the lights off close the curtains and hide
0: typically i am very much uh you know we, we love the doing the trick-or-treating thing we'll decorate the house um we'll get all ready for it but 2020 it being what it is and, and covid and passing out candy with covid i we weren't sure what we were doing, so we just kind of skipped the day the, this year.
2: I uh, I always, once I had my house, I was living in a neighborhood, I realized I can be the hero that I always wanted on Halloween. So I've been the big candy bar guy in my neighborhood
0: Yeah, like the past no. three or four Ooh, years. And, I'm right uh, there with
2: you. Oh, yeah, right? It's like, yeah. why not? You know, be that hero you always wanted. Nice, yeah. I, but nice. this year, actually, uh, no candy out here. You know, California, we're pretty... We're pretty clamped down on it still so uh just going over to a friend's house for a little small gathering you know got to do something so you yeah. know just a couple of drinks hang out in costume
0: and call it a night yeah I, i'm all uh, passing out the bikini bars and just handfuls of candy and my wife is like it's too much i'm like we got to give it come back." there's so few trick-or-treaters these days that you know i don't know i'm trying to keep the tradition <laughs> alive but 2020 isn't helping out
1: very nice very nice uh we're going to hit a couple of houses uh, around us, just a few neighbors. The uh, the ten twelve toddler is going to be a butterfly, while the 10 12 tot will be a, a caterpillar. So we're a cocoon away from the full metamorphosis process this year. You know, when they're young and can't pick their own costumes, you let your wife do whatever she wants just to make her happy. So we'll have some candy to hand out. Well, we're going to have a little fun here. We're very excited for Halloween and trying to have football on in the background whilst also, you know, plus, you know, for us, it's like, I got to get candy. So yes two-year-old, and, and three-and-a-half-month-old. Let's go get mommy and daddy candy, the candy tax, because you know we do all the work. So um, Okay, so Halloween is this weekend. Uh, you guys had some pretty scary weeks last week. So to recap what happened, uh, I was the week winner, four and two. That makes me six and two in the last two weeks, just to kind of poke that one. I hit on OU minus six and a half, uh, Kansas State minus 19 and a half, uh, Oklahoma State, or Iowa State plus three and a half, and the under 61 and a half in Texas. Baylor missed on the under 54 and a half in West Virginia Texas Tech and missed on Marshall minus 16 and a half. Daniel, you went 0 and loser, 6. Right? Like, loser. Oh, oh. Loser. You're 0 and 8 loser, in the last two weeks. Loser.
2: Loser. Loser. Just reading down all my picks here. Hey, great news for listeners. You want to fade everything I do this week. And you know what?
1: no 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 that's you never you never know. You never know. I feel a bounce back. <laughs> this is where this is a bounce back week. Hey, this
2: is the term. This is where the term grinders with blinders came from, man. You can't care. Just head down, not worried about it. I'm not worried about you know god oh, 6 last week. Horror. Talk about a little Halloween podcast. That is an absolute horror seeing Owen 6 as a better, but yeah, let's turn it around, man.
1: Uh, of course Daniel going uh, Chris going two and four, missed on his only and first and probably last over 59 in the Oklahoma t- TCU. Hit on uh, Kansas State minus 19.5, missed on Oklahoma State minus 3.5, missed on Baylor plus 9.5, missed on West Virginia minus three, and missed on, t- or no, you hit on Tulsa. Minus 10 and a half, that was your other win. So congrats there. Uh, at this point, Daniel's still the leader in the clubhouse at 13, 16, and 2. Uh, Chris and I both at 11 and 20 so far on the season. Um, look, we still got plenty of football to go. We got a full Big 12 slate today. Five games and, of course, our non-Big 12 game. So it's there's still plenty of time. You know, I came back from from a massive deficit last year and and won, and still don't have any beers in my fridge from Chris. Um, I'm sure that will ha- I'm sure they're just lost in the mail or something, uh, and will be on their way anytime soon. Uh, one little caveat before we get rolling here: of course, Chris is in Oklahoma and dealing with the snow and the ice and the power outages there. So if we lose Chris at any point in this, it's because the power has decided to go out. So fingers crossed, we make it through this. Everyone's good. Chris, uh, I know weather's bad. How are you guys doing down there?
0: It's, uh, we are, we're making it through. Um, luckily, like my whole family, we're all around here. My one brother's without power. He's staying at my other brother's house. So they're real close to each other. And then my parents are without power. So they're staying with us. Um, we had a little gas leak yesterday. So we, uh, we were heat for a while, but they came out and got that fixed, um, as the lights just dim as we're talking. Um, and there's another flicker. So, um, I do have some stuff on my Wi-Fi and stuff is on battery backup, so it'll last hopefully the whole way through, but uh, we're making it through.
1: All right. Well, if if we're already getting some flickers, we should probably get rolling. I don't want to waste any time and miss anything here. Uh, as we now do, we go in that kind of chronological order here. So let's start things off with Iowa State versus Kansas. As the winner from last week, I will go first. Iowa State, uh, currently a 28.5 point favorite over Kansas, opens a 29 point favorite. The The big move here... Over-under opened at 56-and-a-half. It's down to 52. Uh, you can get it at 52-and-a-half if you want to shop around. Um, but I'm going to take it at 52. I am taking the over 52 in this game. A couple of reasons why. Reason number one, the over has hit every time for Kansas so far this season, except one, was against Baylor, and it was a push. It hit the line dead on. Two, I understand Iowa State's offense hasn't been great. I know Brock Purdy has been on the back end of Big Twelve quarterbacks so far this season. Some Iowa State fans will disagree with me. Pro Football, Football Focus put out their their most recent Big Twelve quarterback rankings, and they had him eighth down there with Charlie Brewer, who we're going to talk about some more here in a bit. Now, look, Kansas's defense has been playing a little bit better. Don't let the don't let the the score in the Kansas State Kansas game uh, fool you. Yes, Kansas State put up 34 points in the first half against Kansas, but 21 of those came on non-offensive scores. Two of those were special teams. One of those was a pick six. So Kansas' defense is playing a little bit better. All that said, though, when I look at an over-over for Kansas, all I have to do is say, I think Kansas will score 14 points. That's about what they've done most weeks. They scored seven against Oklahoma State. Otherwise, I got 14 against Baylor, 14 against Kansas State, 17 against West Virginia. So I think Kansas is good for about 14 points in a game because generally the opponent's up so big, backups come in, Kansas gets a late score. So if I'm at... An over of 52 here. 52 minus 14 is 38. Do I think Iowa State can put up 38 points on this Kansas defense? I absolutely do. So, all that said, I get the number out of 52, which is a good number that could just hit. Now, literally, we could have a 38 14 game here, and I'm going to hit that 52. I'm going to feel really good. So, I am taking the over 52 in Kansas and Iowa State. Uh, Daniel, I want you to the opportunity to, to rebound quickly here. So what would you like in this game?
2: I'm rolling with a state. Um, the numbers are about right. In my opinion, as far as the line, the line that's been set here, my, my numbers sort of agree with that. Um, I, you know, I, I took Kansas last week just to, just to give the listeners an opposite side of you guys. I didn't love the pick and, uh, I should have just stayed away from Kansas is like sort of a certain level of bad. And I think without Puka, they really aren't sure, you know, where they're going to get the points or the yards on offense. Uh, I think they're now on a four game streak of like, what is it sub 16 points or sub 15 points or something like that. uh, I've got a good historical spot uh, for Iowa state strong conference road favorites. Uh, It's hitting at literally almost 70% against the spread without going into you know, the exact details of uh, what's in the historical. But if you can give me Iowa State minus 28, uh, I like that number. A 28 and a half, I'd, I'd probably stay away. But but if we have a 28 that's available, I'm going to take that over Kansas. Iowa State, look, you know, I got to admit when I'm sort of wrong, I was down on them to start the year and they just keep hanging around and they played well last week. They had that very late quest backdoor cover, but I'll take it. I'll accept it against Oklahoma State. So Iowa State, if you've got the minus 28, I'm rolling with them.
1: Uh best I can do is 28
2: and a half. Ah, man. I'll take it. All right. Minus uh, 28 i hate and a that.
1: Half. Iowa State. I know. Oh, wait. Nope. Nope. Thought I had I looked at the wrong game there for a second. Moves around on me when you refresh. I'm like hitting refresh. Like maybe, maybe, maybe that line will move. No, I, I don't can't find a 28 all right uh chris what are you feeling here
0: bud so we're not we're not allowed the DraftKings line of uh 28 i mean is
1: DraftKings really betting it's <laughs> DraftKings. kings uh, so <laughs> no, no, no no
0: um yeah so no i i'm with daniel i that's why i'm i mean i'm hoping daniel has a, a big bounce back week now uh right out of the gate i'm already uh, agreeing with daniel i'm on iowa state side on this no more over and unders for me uh that was miserable. That was terrible. Um, but no, I like the, I like Iowa State to bounce back after the loss to Oklahoma State. Uh, Kansas has failed to cover a spread this year. I don't expect them to start now, especially without Puka Williams. Um, famous last words, but I mean, that's just if you're going to have to bet it, you know what I have to lean on. And uh, 27 and a half is a big number, but they've only covered that against one Big 12 team so far this year. And I think Iowa State has a bit better offense than West Virginia. So I'm going to go with the Cyclones.
1: All right. Very nice. Uh, That, of course, is an 11 a.m. kickoff if you are like me and you like to feel really good when football's kicking off. You want to be ready to go. Eyes wide open. Then sit down with a hot cup of Lazy Fair coffee. Ethically sourced beans from around the world. And I mean around the world, like literally. Like you want some beans from Vietnam? They've got beans from Vietnam, okay? They have a roast called Good Morning Vietnam that I have had described to me by someone as black napalm. So if you really want to have a cup of coffee and feel like Robin Williams sounds in Good Morning Vietnam when he yells it as loud as can be, that's what you want. These beans roasted right in the heart of Big 12 country in DFW. And in fact, if you live in Dallas-Fort Worth, you can get free Delivery. So if you're in the DFW area, that's that's an already great deal, and we're going to give you another one. Get 10% off with the promo code 1012 T E N 1 2. 10% off your order, whether you get a bag of beans, multiple bags, you want to get the body scrub, the dry rub, all of them together. So go to Lazy Fair Coffee, L A Z Y F A I R Coffee. Get you a couple bags. For you, maybe for a, a friend for the holidays, maybe for some family, maybe you got coffee friends. I, I, I got, a, we got a relative. We always draw on names for the non like mom, dad, direct in-laws. Uh, I got a guy I hit every year. He loves coffee. I'm buying a bag of one of these. I think he's going to like it. I think you will too. So go to LazyFairCoffee.com. Use the promo code 1012. Get 10% off your order. And don't forget, if you live in the DFW area, you get free shipping. So you might as well take advantage of it because that is a great deal on a great bag of beans. All right. So our other morning kickoff, West Virginia, Kansas State. Uh, this line and Daniel, if you have any insight, this line is, is su- surprised me right? because I came into this weekend thinking last weekend, you know, I, I, I said I thought Texas Tech would upset Kansas or upset West Virginia, but I didn't have the balls to make the pick, so it really doesn't fully count, and, I, and I, that was one of the ones I got wrong because I didn't go with my gut. So my gut heading into the week was going to be, I'm going to pick West Virginia to upset Kansas State, because I thought the Vegas line would open with Kansas State as favorite. Instead, West Virginia opened as a five-point favorite that's down to three and a half. The over-under, which opened at 42 and a half, is up to 45 and a half or 46, depending upon where you look. So, Daniel, I'm curious, before we make your pick, and I want you to to go first here, do you have any insight as to to what Vegas sees here in this matchup?
2: So I have no insight, and I will tell you this line stinks. You get a few of these. You probably get one a week where K-State looked great. West Virginia, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, coming off that loss to Texas Tech last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So West Virginia loses straight up to Texas Tech as favorites. Kansas State looks amazing. You know, granted, they're playing Kansas, but they look great doing it. I've got this game as Kansas State minus two and a half, minus three. Like, this just stinks. Like, almost 70% of bettors are taking K-State. It looks like free money. Like, what? K-State's getting four, three and a half points. Uh, Let's see, Pinnacle's hanging a a four right now, which is just – just seems like free money, right? So, you know, it's one of those, if it's too good to be true, it has to be, right? I'm so torn here as a better. I like K-State. Um, I've got them as a favorite. They're, they're low total conference road dog. They're getting a key number. Uh, this total keeps dropping. Or excuse me. Uh, I've got that the total was 47 at Pinnacle, now down to 45 and a half. It's like the lower this total goes, the more valuable those points are. Like, what am I missing here? Uh, so I'm with you and sort of what the heck, what's going on with this line? It really scares me. I will be, I'll be invested in K-State lights come Saturday. Uh, but this line really makes me want to stay away. It's like, what does Vegas know, right? It's one of those things. As far as the pick for, for this week, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the under on this game. Uh, the under has dropped a few points from where I invested some some real money in it, but there are still some 46. There's even a 46 and a half, I think, hanging at FanDuel, New Jersey. I don't know if you're going to give that one out, but I'm going to roll with the under this week. I think, you know, I know West Virginia and Texas Tech sort of lit it up that first half, but this just feels like a, a, a grinded out conference game. There is going to be some wind. The Sharps are on this under. They've moved this number quite a bit during the week. So, for whatever the best number you're going to give me, I'm taking the under in this K-State West Virginia, and I'm staying away from the too good to be true line.
1: Uh, I get you 46. That's what I got available here for you um, yeah, of the of we'll the options that I have in front of me. Uh, so I'll give you the under 46 there. I'll go ahead and go here, and I'll just I mean I I, I was shocked that this opened this way because you have ranked Kansas State undefeated in conference play. And maybe they're looking there's a look ahead. Um, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the fact that Kansas State has true freshman Will Howard as their quarterback. You know he was okay against Texas Tech. he didn't land he didn't play a full game. He got to play against Kansas. You have to throw Kansas numbers out. You just do this season they don't they don't count. Going on the road to face a good West Virginia defense uh Daigie hasn't been awesome, but he's not the worst quarterback in the big twelve. I wanted this line to be Kansas state and I almost don't hate it at three and a half. Cause that's the best I can get. Like I would love three, three and a half. I almost want to take Kansas state plus three and a half because I don't feel like this is a, a, a West Virginia big win, but I think West Virginia gets this win. I, I think with the move at quarterback that they had to make, uh, with Skylar Thompson out for the year, we haven't seen Kansas state have to play a full game against a decent opponent with him at quarterback. And I, I think this is where the wheels kind of fall off for, for a good Kansas State team in a season where they had some real promise, you know, having the start that they've had. I like West Virginia in this game. I'm just troubled by the line because I don't I don't know that I love West Virginia by a touch, by more than a, a field goal here. So I'm going to go conservative. And while I think West Virginia wins this game, I'm going to take the plus three, Kansas State plus three and a half, um, because i think this is about a field goal game this feels like a game where west virginia gets a a nice late score to get the win at home um i like this upset this is my upset for this week this is i think west virginia wins this game i just and i probably should take minus three and a half but i'm gonna take kansas state plus three and a half that feels like the smarter option here uh chris what are you feeling bud
0: yeah uh first pick you know i uh I was with Daniel and and hoping to ride the the, the turnaround. And now I'm, I guess I'm just going to play the high hand because um, initially I was with Daniel and I didn't really understand this line. I My gut was, you know, K-State. Um, but the more I started thinking about it, the more I started looking at it, I view this as kind of like a heads up. And I think West Virginia is kind of getting a three and a half for being at home. Um, normally that's a little high for home. But so... It is what it is, but I feel like, you know, both teams are performing well against the spread this season, but, but I said this before, and my DMs got lit up, but I don't think is a very good quarterback, um, his deep ball suspects, uh, when they keep him in that 10-yard that range, that 10-yard throw and let um, some yak yards, you know, kind of rack up, they can find some, let the receivers do some work, um, then he does fairly well but i don't like his deep ball some of his decision making isn't very good he he doesn't make the right reads all the time however however he's better prepared for this game than his counterpart and will howard did i mean he did well against kansas but it's kansas and it's it's, even against kansas it's clear that he's not skylar thompson uh this is going to come down to the defense and i did this earlier i can't remember which game it was but uh Earlier in the season where I called the defensive touchdown, and I think that's gonna be the difference in this one. Um, I think we're gonna have defensive scores uh, in this game, and I'm going to go ahead and lay the points and take West Virginia home.
1: Very nice. I do like the underpick, Daniel. I, I really do. I, I I toyed with that one quite a bit. I just I, I didn't have the balls to call the upset last week. Technically, based off rankings, West Virginia winning would be an upset. I understand it's not in Vegas. I just just I got, i'm gonna go with it. it it cost me last week so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go with go with it this week okay um moving on down 330 kickoff tcu and baylor oh, it's a good thing osu texas is on at the same time so i don't have to watch this one i'm sorry folks but this is not gonna be pretty <laughs> uh tcu opened as a one point favorite that line is now up to pretty much two and a half across the board i see it at three at stations, but honestly, I don't even know what stations is. i probably I don't ever go to Vegas, uh, over under open at 50 and a half. Uh, it's now down to 48. Um, no, I will not give you the DraftKings number at 47 and a half. DraftKings is not, that's not, no. Um, uh, so Chris, you've gone last the first two times. Why don't you take this one first?
0: All right. So you kind of hit on something that, um, is becoming strange apparent uh, this season in the in the first pick you talked about um uh, charlie um, brewer. um yeah there you go charlie brewer. You, you talked about charlie brewer and um yeah i mean where is he and, and brock Purdy? you know you, you mentioned it, that's 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 who you were talking about brock Purdy and charlie brewer even go to alan bowman these are were three guys that came into the league lit the league on fire they look like they were going to just be dominant quarterbacks throughout their whole career uh in the big 12 but they have not Progressed uh, into a situation where we'll talk about a little bit, where that Bowman's being replaced and by another freshman that's come onto the scene and is doing what uh, Bowman and Brewer and uh, they they used to do, or and it's or I mean, is a freshman? He might be, I. But uh, it's uh, it, so it's it's strange. So that's to say that um, Charlie Brewer isn't performing kind of how we expected this season. I don't think either one of these teams are having the Season they kind of thought they would be having at this point. Um, both of them were kind of dark horses uh, in, in the Big 12. But uh, the good news is somebody has to get a win here. So one of them will kind of get the season turnaround. Um, but, but yeah, I, I like Duggan. He's he's outperformed uh, Brewer to this point, and I think that's going to be the difference. I mean, this is a, a tough rivalry game, the the Iron Skillet, uh, the battle for the Iron Skillet. It's And it's going to be a battle, but um, – I'm nervous, but I'm going to take TCU on the road uh, with this one.
1: Okay. Yeah, look, two good defenses, and I think both are legitimately good defenses. Um, Two bad offenses. And if we're, you know, you talked before about kind of the difference in the quarterbacks with West Virginia and Kansas State. I think that's a similar situation here. I think Duggan's been one of the better quarterbacks in the Big 12, and I don't blame him for their offensive loans. I think it's that too many cooks in the kitchen situation. Um, and I, I Brewer has not been good at all. Uh, shout out to, to our good friend Stats of War, uh, Parker Fleming, for this little little bit. Since the rivalry started up again, a.k.a. TCU came to the Big 12, TCU leads the series winning eight times by an average of 16.75 points. Uh, Baylor has won four times by an average of 3.5. So when Baylor wins, it's close, and when TCU wins, it's a little bit more of a blowout. So if you think TCU's going to win, it makes sense for them to cover the two and a half. That's a nice line. That seems like a good pick, but that is not what I'm going with. You're going to give me—I don't care if it's come down— a point and a half, you're going to give me 48 points in a game where I don't think either offense will put up 20 points. Give me the under 48. I would have, if I was an actual betting man, I would have put so much money on 50 and a half and I opened and I would still be putting money on 48. There is no way these two teams with their offensive struggles and solid defenses score 20 points each. This feels like a 16, 14, 17-13 17-13 kind of game i i just maybe maybe tcu hits a a, a 20 to, to 17 win I, but there's I, there's no way there's 48 points combined in this game crazy things happen i understand but that is this is the easiest bet to me of the big 12 this weekend is the under 48
2: uh this is an interesting game uh let's see let's see. there was that sort of fake news fake announcement i don't know rumor that Bayley backfield was going to sit out for the year, right? Uh, At the time, this line was sitting around sort of a minus one, minus one and a half. You saw the market instantly react and it jumped out uh, to, uh, I think it was what, just, just to a flat minus three. That's come back now a point, a point and a half since Baylor had backpedaled and said, Nope, no one's leaving. You know, everyone's still sticking around. Uh, I had just gotten a small piece of Baylor minus three when that happened, but, Philip, I am with you this week. Uh, Charlie Brewer, dude, I don't know what has happened. He has just shriveled up into a corn cob this season and just disappeared. And what, like, I was so high on that guy going into the year. I thought pieces missing around him wouldn't, you know, wouldn't affect him. I thought the coaching turnover wouldn't have a, a huge impact on how he's going to be able to perform. I've been completely wrong up until this point. I mean got Charlie Brewer has just disappeared on the field. He's a non-factor That Baylor offense is just painful to watch. And it's really painful to back them. Uh, I got involved in this total right at the open at 50 and a half. I immediately wish I'd gotten down more. I came back and bet it again at 50. Now it's sitting at 48 and I still like it. I'd still, you know, get a little bit of money involved. I have this line a little closer to I thought this total was going to be closer to 45, 45 and a half when it was going to open. We do have a little bit of wind uh, in, in Waco this weekend. Nothing crazy, eight or nine miles an hour. I don't expect it to have a big impact on the game, but winds over seven or eight miles an hour do impact these totals. So we have the small wind angle. I thought this total was going to be lower. Charlie Brewer is just <laughs> – I think he's almost like an automatic under now at this point if you're betting like a team total Baylor. Give it to me. Best line you can get me on the under of this game. It looks like a forty eight. Yep, forty eight is
1: the best I can do. That's what I'm taking as well. Um so that's pretty good. You know, it's been a rough start to the season for Baylor. Luckily for them, basketball season's over here and the men's basketball team is ooh, they are gonna be good. So whether you need something to cheer yourself up as a Baylor fan of a football team or you just want to get yourself ready for the basketball team, might I suggest going and grabbing a sweater or a hoodie, an incredibly, incredibly comfortable one with some awesome vintage logos from home field apparel. Baylor is one of the two big 12 teams that they have gear for, including a Baylor men's basketball 2020 t-shirt to let you remember how good that team was last year if that's something you would like to remember or if you don't because it's sad they didn't get to play in the NCAA tournament you could just skip that one they've got plenty of awesome Baylor stuff on this site and then Baylor is just one of the more than 90 schools they have and I mean they are all over the place you can get Missouri now Mississippi State Grand Valley State Indiana you know because they are a big Indiana fan school if you don't follow them on Twitter Home Apparel you need to because after last Saturday's big Indiana upset of Penn State. That was one of the most fun things to follow. Syracuse, Colgate, Bowling Green, Valparaiso, Vermont, Rutgers. Hey, you can maybe you're a Rutgers fan. Maybe you want to celebrate the fact that they got a win over Michigan State, which was just glorious. Homefieldapparel.com. Like I said, two big 12 schools, Baylor and Iowa State. I've got my Iowa State shirt from them. I've got my rolling rock because it's awesome. So go to homefieldapparel.com. Grab a couple of things. Again, if you're a Baylor fan, it's getting cold out, folks. Hoodies, sweaters, super comfortable. Put a couple of things in your cart. Enter the promo code 1012, all cap T-E-N-1-2. Get 20% off your first order. All orders over $50 have free shipping. Again, that's an awesome deal. Don't pay for shipping. 20% off. Some really comfortable and awesome gear. This is more than just a company that produces College athletic apparel. Like, this is a thing that college sports fans are really enjoying being a part of. Like I said, go give them a follow on Twitter. You will not regret it. Go get a couple of shirts, maybe a hoodie or a sweater. You will not regret it. Be rocking some awesome Baylor gear this weekend or the weekend after if you would like. Get a great deal on as well. So, homefieldapparel.com, T E N 1 2, 20% off your first order. Be rocking some awesome homefield apparel while you're watching the Baylor Bears either this weekend or when men's basketball tips off. All right, moving on down the line, Oklahoma State and Texas. Obviously a big game in the Big 12. Texas not out of it in the Big 12 title game race, and uh, Tom Herman's seat is getting warm. er Uh, Oklahoma State undefeated, last undefeated team in the Big 12 overall. 3-0 3-0 in conference play. OSU opened as a four-point favorite. That's pretty much hung that. Right now, it's three and a half across the board. I saw four earlier today, but those things vary. Over under opened at 61 and a half. That's come down to 58 and a half. Um, I suppose it's my turn again to go first. I, I don't have a good feel in this game. I know Texas hasn't been very good. Um, I know their defense isn't awesome. But this is also going to be the best offense and the best quarterback that Oklahoma State's defense has faced. Now, Oklahoma State's defense is good. I don't want to hear about, oh, Iowa State's offense is very good. We're not going to play the game of every week we don't believe in Oklahoma State, and then they win, and then we find a way to excuse it away because of something or other. No, Brock Purdy hasn't been great, but at some point, just give OSU a little bit of credit for the defense they've been playing. But they haven't played a defense, this or an offense is good, and they haven't played a quarterback that's good in the period. So... My concern for OSU at this point is, and I know that Spencer Sanders has only been back for one game, but at some point, you're going to have an off Saturday. The defense isn't going to quite be there, and the offense is going to have to win the game. They're going to have to step up and do more than score just enough to get the win. This feels like it's going to be one of those situations. It just feels like this is that time where the big game against Kansas State Manhattan next week, you've got Oklahoma coming up, Texas is always a big deal. It's not a look-ahead situation, but these have been close games. Uh, Texas won by six last year. But I mean, we've been talking about three and two and one point and very, very close games between Oklahoma State and Texas. Oklahoma State has dominated this series from a win-loss standpoint. They've won four of the last five, seven of the last nine. Like, it it hasn't really been close. And I still don't think Texas is great. That said, i um, if I'm gonna get this line at three and a half, kind of like last week's line. OSU won, one by three. That was nice. Um, again, I, I just I feel like this one's gonna be close. I feel like Oklahoma State probably wins this one, but I think they win it close. I I'm real tempted on the under here. I'm really tempted on the under 58 and a half. Um, but I'm gonna take Texas to cover the three and a half. I'm gonna take Texas plus three and a half. Again, I think Oklahoma State wins. And this is this is the, the the pick I'm feeling the least confident in, period. Like this is the game where the pick I'm just like, I just don't know what I feel most comfortable with. And again, this is probably my Oklahoma State pessimism getting in my way. But I will take Texas plus three and a half. I think OSU wins. I think it's a close game it's closer than people expect i think that's why this line from vegas is the line that we have so that's what i'm going to go with uh daniel what are you thinking
2: i just want to first acknowledge that what a heartbreak backdoor cover we got from iowa state last week uh gosh man i thought we had it i thought we had a little double digit win oklahoma state they won that game on their defense i mean i know the offense showed up when it had to but But Oklahoma State's D played very well last week. They're a solid unit. Uh, You know, a a, a small handful of explosive plays, but they hung in there. Of course, they have a bigger test. You're right. They're playing their best quarterback uh, that they've seen so far this year. Uh, We're going to hear all week probably, right? Herman as an underdog, all these stats, all this stuff. Man, throw that stuff out the window. That Herman is long gone. That's from his days in Houston. Look, I've planted my flag in Oklahoma State so far this year. Uh, This line is dead on. It's spot on, in my opinion. Uh, With home field and stuff, I literally make this line minus 3.2. It's sitting here at minus 3.5. Historical stuff is actually in Texas's favor. I'm probably going to be invested in this game pretty light come Saturday with some real money. I think Oklahoma State is going to pull this off. I think they're going to cover the 3.5. I'm going to be taking them as my pick. Everyone just saw Oklahoma State play what they thought was a tight game. The, the score looked tighter than the game really was played metrically. Uh, Texas looked good coming off a win, and now they come in as a, a conference road dog you know, through a key number. I think Texas is going to be a popular public play. Oklahoma State you keep failing me let's stick with you you're going to cover that minus three and a half I'm making no claims to the line I think it's right I just want Gunny to keep
0: rolling on his march to the playoffs let's go yeah um I guess if I'm not first I'm last uh, <laughs> but uh, no uh Texas this is a game they have to win right I mean if they want any shot at the big 12 title they have to win this um, uh, but in, in last week we said that Oklahoma State needs to show us something against Iowa State. They have to show to be the team we think they can be. And they went out and got that win. This game kind of has a fill um, where, you know, the, the Cowboys have a lot of players, uh, out of Texas and they, they want to do well against the Longhorns and it doesn't matter if the Longhorns are struggling or not. They're going to treat, uh, this matchup only second to bedlam and they're going to come out and they're going to show out And this game has a bit of a feel, uh, to it that my, uh, my score prediction might be somewhere close to like 44 to or yeah 44 to 10. Um, it, it feels like where Oklahoma state gets rolling and Texas, uh, tries to keep up, makes mistakes. Um, and, and the, de- the Oklahoma state defense is just too much. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the, the Cowboys at home to cover that three and a half. Uh, I, I like this. Um, I like the spot for, for OSU to kind of show that they are the team to beat in the conference.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Um, well, I'll tell you what, Chris, uh, since you, uh, since you feel like you've been putting last, we'll let you go first here. Uh, last big 12 game of the day, a night game in Lubbock. What, I mean, can you think of a better place to have to, to, the worst place I had to play a game on Halloween, ninth in Lubbock. I'm just kidding. This isn't 2001 anymore, folks. Um, okay, Oklahoma opened as a 15 point favorite. That's down to 14 and a half. Uh, I see pretty much across the board. Over/under was at 62 and a half. It has spiked up to 68 and a half or 69, depending upon if you have a play on that. Chris, I'll let you take this one first here, bud. What are you feeling?
0: Yeah, how did how did this game get the night game? Whereas, you know, Oklahoma State, Texas, you know, in Stillwater, Orange and Black, Halloween, like how did that not get the night game? But we digress. Um yeah, Texas Tech. So this is what I was talking about Alan Bowman, you know, uh, he he's struggling, and now Columbia's in. And I I was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking earlier when I said freshman, he's a junior, and uh, I'd call me out on that. I deserve that. Um, but, but the point is, is Alan Bowman, these big 12 quarterbacks who thought were going to dominate this point of their career just aren't. And um, to the point where Bowman's been replaced. And I, I like what we're seeing out of Columbia, but Oklahoma kind of feels like they're starting to get it turned around. And, and they're about to show out and, and, and show that uh, why they were favored to win the conference and the talent they have. Um, Texas Tech is going to be hype for the night game but you can't win on that. I think o, OU has it rolling. I think they're uh, going to continue to kind of improve and, and show why this, uh, this conference is going to come down to Bedlam. Um, OU is hoping that the, the Cowboys won't have a two game league by then, but all they can do is hope for it and uh, take care of business on their end, which I expect them to do in Love A. So I'm going to take uh, OU, the, the 14 and a half kind of big big number. I mean, that's kind of concerning, but I'm just going to I'm going to roll with it because I don't know if if Texas Tech it's, it's a narrow window for Texas Tech, so I'm going to stay on Oklahoma side.
1: Chris, I just want to note, you picked all favorites this week in Big 12
2: play. So,
0: I'm a chalk kind of player sometimes. Okay, so, that's
1: okay. You know. uh, Daniel, what's your feel here?
2: This is another this is another line that just stinks when you look at this as a better when this opens up. Texas Tech coming off a great win. And they're playing, I guess we'll just call them an underachieving Oklahoma team this week. And you look at that and you think, and you get that 14 and a half, right? Like like you you get the number like, oh, that's so good. They gave it to me on the good side of that. I want to take Texas Tech because of that good number. It like almost screams that sports books are saying, hey, bet Texas Tech in this situation. We're going to give you this good number. To make it even harder, my numbers have this as Oklahoma. as a minus minus 11 favorite only. So you know if anyone has similar numbers, you look at that and just think, oh, we got to take Texas Tech. About 65% of the tickets coming in so far are on Texas Tech. We're talking about a very trendy underdog going into this weekend. All of that stuff, just the radar goes off and it's like, stay away. Another one of those, if this line looks too good to be true, hey, you know what? It, it, It probably is. It helps that I've got some serious historicals all over Oklahoma, big conference road faves with high totals. They're able to cover those big spreads. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm taking Oklahoma here at the 14 and a half. Uh, The total benefits that two touchdown spread they have again, Texas tech looked great last weekend. Everyone's lining up to bet them this week and to take that 14 and a half. Let me tell you, if this thing Come Saturday, is it fifteen, fifteen and a half, sixteen? Oklahoma's covering this thing. You know, they're going to win the game by twenty-one points. This is a, a a trendy public underdog Saturday night game. Fade that all day. Oklahoma favorite chalk. Give it to me.
1: So I'm debating here. I can pull a Daniel and say I sh- I agree. I agree with Oklahoma by by fourteen and a half. I don't like the half. It scares me off a little bit. So let me read you some numbers. read you five, five numbers. 71, 97, 76, 125 and 90. There's a total point scored in the last five times these two teams have faced off. We haven't seen a total under 69 or 68 and a half since 2014. They had 52 combined points. There's a reason the under on this game spiked. I think Texas Tech has figured some things out on offense with Columbia. I think he is a better fit for what Yost wants to do. Now, I think Oklahoma's defense is playing better, but I think their offense is playing better too. I look at this game and I say, give me the over. I can get it at 68 and a half. History tells me that is a pretty safe bet based off the numbers that have been played in the last five years. Again, the the closest they've had in the last five years was 71 points last year. That's a a nice cushion over 68 and a half. That is a huge over. But this is, I think, the last true series between two teams in the Big 12 that still plays out on a regular basis like you think the Big 12 is going to play out. Two teams can put up points. They're going to... I will take the over 68.5. I agree with you guys. I think Oklahoma wins. I think they probably cover. Um, if this was a 13.5, I'd be all over it with you, hands down. At 14.5, half, that half point there just kind of scares me off a little bit. So I, uh, And the fact that, you know, you've Chris, you've read off a lot of numbers about Oklahoma against the spread each week. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take the over 68.5. I feel more confident there than with 14.5.
0: Interestingly enough that Oklahoma is actually improving against the spread number of uh, this season, but it's something else that, that 14 and a half, that half point, I think it scares all of us. But when I said a narrow window, because I look at that as Texas tech is best case scenario, they um, lose by 10 uh, realistically is, is the way I look at this. So that's a four and a half point window. Um, and, and for me, it's just safer to play the other side uh, for OU and to get that 17, 21 point win. And, um, but then you you talk about how I, I'm I'm taking all chalk and and you know yeah I did a little bit we, this is a betting uh, show one thing I like to do is if I'm going to be chalked four of the games four of the five games then I might as well do chalk across the board and so and then try to cherry pick which dog is going to win you know and, and that kind of thing it's kind of one way I look at it so that that plays a factor too when I'm looking at this tight line
1: fair enough fair enough. Uh, okay. So let's wrap things up with our non big 12 picks. Uh, Chris, it's been a while since you've gone first, which game are you, which game you get your eye on?
0: So I'm telling you, I'm I'm first or last. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, there's three games and with the weather and everything, I'm going to be honest, I haven't spent as much time, uh, on my picks this week as I normally do, but there's three games I was kind of interested in. And that was East Carolina at Tulsa. Tulsa won big for me last week. One of my only wins. Um there's Coastal Carolina who I've loved all season at Georgia State and then Western Kentucky at BYU. Western Kentucky has failed to cover a spread all year. BYU's done fairly well against the spread, but that's a big number at 28 and a half. Um so that kind of coming me off of that. Another big number, Tulsa um at, at 17, I think is what they're at. So I'm going to go ahead and just uh ride Coastal Carolina at minus two and a half at, at Georgia State, I believe is what I can get it for. Um last I saw it. Philip, uh, you let me know. But uh yeah, close to Carolina, I'll just go ahead and and ride with them. They're doing well. I believe in them this season, and I'll keep it short and sweet. Right.
1: yeah. Goes to Carolina, two and a minus two and a half. I get you that. Uh Daniel, what's your feel here?
2: Uh, my game this week, I'm taking a total. I, I grabbed it earlier in the week at fifty six. I got down anyone following me uh on the Action Network app, you saw I I got down a little over five units here. Uh, The Arkansas-Texas A&M under is really intriguing to me. Um, I I had this number. I thought it was going to open closer to sort of like a a a 50-and-a-half, 51, something like that. Opened at 56. Uh, This is – it's a unique matchup, man. I mean, Texas A&M, there's like no big plays. There's no big plays in their offense at all. And funny enough, Arkansas, believe it or not, like crappy Arkansas, they're like one of the best teams in the country – uh, not giving up explosive plays on offense and, and especially through the air. So you, you have Texas A&M who already has sort of a medium pace. They're, they're not a, you know, they're not a, a, a fast paced offense and there's no uh, big playability in the offense. And you've got a defense that caps the big plays pretty well. So with that going on, we've got, you know, a, a conference matchup, I've had this total opening about six point under, under where it opened. Um, Arkansas, you know, they're not, they're sort of middle of the pack when it comes to finishing drives against what is an okay defense in Texas say M, they're not inept. All of this just adds up to a game to me that sort of ends somewhere in the high forties. You know, I always hate using the term, no sweat, but this really feels like a no sweat under if you can grab any sort of 55, 55 and a half still, you know, I never recommend buying points, but you know, want to get involved in a juiced up 56 under Arkansas, Texas, A&M take it to the bank.
1: Yeah. I get you the under 55 there. Um, ironically, we, we have the same non big 12 game. We just have different picks here. Uh, A&M opened as a 15 point favorite. It's down to 12 and a half. This is a series that has been incredibly close. Now, AM has dominated in the win-loss column, but this is a series where these games, these two teams play very close games, and Arkansas's been bad. Like it's not like these past few years, Arkansas has been really good and played close with AM. They've been really bad and played close with Texas AM. Um, now the difference this year, of course, is this game is being played at Texas AM. Not at Jerry World like it usually is, but still, this has been a close series. The last few years, uh, ANM has won by four points, has won by seven points, has won by seven points. Nice twenty-one point win in twenty sixteen, then back to seven point game, uh, seven point game. I have watched this game a lot of the time. Arkansas always seems to take a lead or keep it close, and then get their heart broken every single year. The way Arkansas is playing right now, the way this team is playing, I understand everything. Trust me, I live in arkansas I get it. I don't like A&M. I understand they beat Florida. I don't think Florida's deep. I, I get it um I think A&M probably wins this game this this does feel like an a m win I uh, just I just think they're they're more talented than Arkansas. I think that's gonna matter on this weekend. But at 12 and a half, I'm going to take Arkansas plus 12 and a half in this game. I think it's another situation of a close game. Um, I think AM, like I said, probably wins it, but 12 and a half, I this feels more like a seven to ten point AM game, even though this game is at home because at home it doesn't matter, except for a Ar- at AM, you know, where they allow more fans than they're supposed to because or at least that's what Florida says. So, uh, Arkansas plus 12 and a half, uh, and that's where I'll stick with. All right, that wraps us up. Uh, another should be very successful weekend hopefully Daniel and Chris can have a bounce back there's plenty of opportunities here for us all to get wins even though we have some some different picks I mean we got overs and unders and dogs and favorites This is going to be a really interesting one uh, i'm excited for this game this weekend's games even with halloween spooky fun uh, everybody enjoy yourself out there whether you can trick-or-treat or go to a party or just hide at home and shut the blinds and watch football and turn the lights off and hope the children and the masks stay away from you uh, whatever you do stay safe uh have a good weekend of course we will be back on monday Until then, do us a favor, give us a follow on Twitter at 1012podcast, T-E-N, the number 12, the word podcast. Give us a follow on the gram at 1012pod. We got an Instagram live every Wednesday, assuming I don't have a family emergency that comes up. Plus, we post exclusive content like our most recent Big 12 Power Rankings there on Instagram. You won't find it on Twitter uh, or in our site or on the pod on a regular basis. And uh, do us a favor. We haven't had a review or rating in a while. Uh, especially on iTunes, and we could really use that. We'd appreciate it. If, if Look, I appreciate every single person who downloads and listens to the show, whether it's just on Mondays, just on Thursdays, both times, or just when we talk about your team specifically. The, the downloads and the numbers in the show have been up. I really, really appreciate it. You have no idea how much um, that is – I have a ton of podcasts that I subscribe to and I get to as many of them during the week as I possibly can. And I miss them a lot. So I understand as someone who's an avid podcast listener, how hard it is to make sure you get a certain show and on a regular basis. So for everybody who listens to us, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, do us a favor. One more besides just downloading, leave us a rating, leave us a review. It helps get the word out, helps other people find the show, helps the show continue to grow, uh, helps us continue to, uh, do good work for our advertisers. Lazy Fair Coffee, 1012, gets you 10% off. Homefield Apparel, 20% off uh, your first order with 1012. All that said, enjoy the games this weekend. For me, for Daniel, for Chris, happy Halloween, and uh, the three of us. We'll talk to you again next Thursday.
2: Podcast Network.